Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. Say play ESPN. We pop up on your smart speakers. You can download the podcast. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We're coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. The NFL Draft is on ESPN Radio. It is tonight, 7 p.m. Key, you're out in Vegas getting ready. Yeah, I am certainly out in Vegas getting ready. It's early in the morning, as you can see the streets there, Jay. But (laughs) doesn't mean that there's not people lurking in the dark. Lurking in the dark. (laughs) What great. Oh, man, it's it. It's Vegas. It's Vegas. Talk about a city that never sleeps, right? It, it's so many, so many damn restaurants around. I couldn't think of what I wanted to eat. It was so weird. Yesterday, so I stayed in, tried to rest up, just watch the games. And then, you know, I, I went to lunch, got something to eat, went back to the room. Then I wind up going to find me some shoes to go with my clothes for the draft. And um, I wind up going one way down the strip to go get something to eat at one hotel. I walked halfway down. I said, no, nah, I don't think I want that. Turned around, went back into the hotel to another restaurant. I was like, got there. I was like, oh, I don't want that. Wind up going to Caesars Farm Shop, walked around that, and finally settled in on finding food there. But there's so many damn restaurants, man. It's I gotta crazy. tell you, Key, I-, I feel like Vegas, the restaurants aren't open enough when you want them to be open. They close too early. They're not open early enough. I- I- whenever I'm in Vegas now, I'm like, what happened? Like, a lot of places to me have, like, the pandemic changed hours and enough. Uh, they haven't changed it back fast enough. Mm. I feel you like know, a lot six of places. Six o'clock in the afternoon, I mean, the evening, they were open at 6 p.m. Yeah, 6, yeah. 6, 6 p.m. Yeah, 6 p.m. Restaurants should be open 24 7. That's what I'm saying. 24 hours a day. A stay open. You never sleep. Room service is cut off at a yeah, certain what are, point. What are we I'm doing like, here? But I notice this with garages even around New York. Like, they use the pandemic now as an excuse to cut the hours, but they change it. They charge you the same amount. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> no, time to open back up. They need to survive as a business. <laughs> yeah, time to open back up, everybody. Okay, I always get worried about Vegas. So, like for for the NFL draft, like you're doing a draft out there. There's a lot of trouble for young draftees to get involved in out there in Vegas. Well, in Vegas, most people, right? most most of the guys that are being drafted are here with their families, their loved ones, their friends, uh, their yes. agents. A lot of trouble. They're, yes. they're put up. Uh, in their hotel, kind of just relaxing the night before the NFL brought them in. So they brought in a number of guys, obviously, to be presented with their jersey with the commissioner. So I'm not really worried about them this weekend getting into anything at all. It's the weekends after (laughs) they are drafted. Not this weekend, because this weekend they're with their agents, they're with their family, their loved ones, and this is a, a moment of celebration with, with their loved ones. So I think it's a good thing for these young men. I, I can't wait for the Super Bowl to be here in 2024 because that's going to be bananas. This year, started to, the crowd started to come in yesterday, and it'll trickle in more, obviously, today, tomorrow, and then through the weekend because Vegas on the weekend is crazy anyway. This just adds an extra element to it. Meantime, guys, we had – two elimination games in the NBA mm. last night. Bulls got bumped by the defending champs. And then it felt like the Warriors had to just take a year off because of all the injuries. KD left and Clay is gone and then Steph got hurt some, a bit and it's like the, and now they're back to reclaim 
what they must feel like is rightfully theirs, right? Took that little year off, little hiatus, and now they're back. But Can I say one thing though, what's up? real quick, Max? What's up? Can we, meaning me, you, Jay, and everybody else in the media, stop always saying they don't have KD anymore? KD been gone how yeah. many years for now? For a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, a couple for a hot minute. Yeah. I'm so tired yes. of hearing that. It's like, <laughs> oh, they don't have KD anymore, and there's no more KD. It is Steph Curry now. And you know why? J- but, like, you know, this gets ah! to the point. Well, that's he, the last time they won it. Yeah, this gets to the point, though. They won in 15, but the fact is you can roll your eyes whatever you want. They went six games. LeBron had Della Vadova as his second best player. Like, if, if they have Kyrie and Kevin Love, you feel like that's going to be a very different series. Then in 16, they collapse. So you still feel like, man, they ain't done it yet, right? Then, in se- then they win it in 17 and 18 with KD. Then KD leaves and they get hurt. We have not been able to see the Warriors as they were originally formulated, right? The Steph, Dre, Clay Warriors. Win a title, no excuses. What would, it. It, what would it do if Steph did that now? Because we talk about CP3. Man, he's got to win a championship for his legacy. This one, that one. But Steph got a lot on the line, too, to me. First off, he would take back the title as being the player in all of basketball. The player. Now, I'm not saying that's the best player. The signature I'm not player. saying yeah. that's the most dominant player, but he becomes – the player again in basketball. And I already think he's right there anyway. But the fact to do it without Kevin Durant and to do it on a team that's really built around the culture centered around Steph Curry. Here's one thing that nobody's talking about today. You just saw the collapse of the Brooklyn Nets, KD, a lot of conversations, KD, Kyrie, Charles Barkley, bus drivers, who's driving the bus, who's not, all that stuff around. Ben Simmons coming to the team. What are they going to do moving forward? You don't question ever the culture of the Golden State Warriors. You never question the culture point. of the Warriors. Who's the leader of the Golden State Warriors? Steph Curry. Great that's agree. What, okay, Steph that's Curry. what's at stake. Chef yeah. Curry with that shot, boy. Yeah, the player I, in basketball. See, I, I it, look, at stake, yeah. He, if he wins a championship, yeah. it does it all. Whether he wins the finals MVP or not, he's doing it without Kevin Durant, without others that helped him along the way, but he also won a championship without Kevin Durant. This is just adding something extra. That was so long ago, Katie. That was so I, long ago, Key. No, I understand it was a while ago. It just shows his greatness to me. He doesn't lose anything. He gained something, but if he didn't win one, he won't lose anything But even though, Key, you're loathe to rank guys, right? Yeah, they're just great. They're great. They're all but great. most people do. Who's the top 10? Who's the top 20? All this kind of stuff. And when you're dealing with, like, when you start looking at the names in the top ten who ever lived, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Russell, there's some dudes that just ain't coming off the list, right? Now you get to guys, Wilt Chamberlain, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, by the way, Bird and Bird. Magic, right? Like, so they're, they're in a now, lot magic, of room in the top ain't. ten. Magic ain't coming off, and neither is Kobe. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, There's only, not a lot of room. There's only room for probably three people, maybe so, take two. Du- so Duncan, is he replacing? Du- the point is, in order to do that, Steph got more to do. That's why it's not like it's not like he retires without winning. People are going to say he's not great. Of course he's great. He's one of the greatest ever. He revolutionized the game. Jay, what you said about the culture, why did KD want to go to Golden State, right? Because exactly. even though he's got the handles and the shot to do it, he doesn't monopolize the ball. It moves. They play the right way. The culture is healthy. 
all that is to his credit, no question. Just If you're talking about a top 10 player of all time, which would be amazing for a dude 6'3 to get there, he may have to do a little more. Well, I mean, if, the, if he gets this one, he gets four. Yep. And then who says they may not be the favorite next year? Who says it may not be the favorite next year? I think if he got this one with finals MVP, guys, he might be locked in on a spot. So because you're, you're talking about how it looks overall on the resume. I hear what you're saying. I think I, when it matters. I, mean, I, I think everybody knows that was, the big, that was one of the biggest heists in NBA history. And I get what Iggy brought to the team. I'm not minimizing But the heist at all. wasn't from Steph. It was from LeBron. The dude averaged 26 and a half points a game. I know, but LeBron was so by so far the best He's player the in the series. He's the second best player to ever play the game of basketball. Always a dude like you. that, you know, hanging I, around, I, blocking a dude, you know, like always. But, like, I just hate that's the one caveat that minimizes the resume of Stephen Curry for you. Well, like that's, I, that's the only thing that you, you know use what it to is? minimize. Are you mad at me for that, or are you mad that I'm pointing I'm it out, the reality? That people point that is out. It a, but is because it a, that's something that people just say, well, it, they see it on the resume, but then you go back and you see the impact he had in the game, like, you're not going to say that. What like, I'm, Quinn Cook was on here the other day and literally was part of the team was like, no, that, that's not the case. What I'm going to say so far about Steph is he has created a culture and a winning environment and his own absurd greatness is such that he can create a team that if the other team gets hurt, they can win the championship. I have not seen him yet do that as the best player on the team and win a championship without getting lucky on the other side. That's all I'm saying. And it's not that it, he's, that doesn't mean he's like not it. incredibly great. I'm just talking about top 10. Top 10. Those other dudes did all kinds he of crazy may, stuff, he may too. never win a finals MVP and may win multiple NBA titles again. So what does that mean? Well, that's a good point, too. He's creating the environment and the ability for a teammate even to win finals MVP, and that doesn't exist without him. These are strong points. I'm just saying that you got strong points for other guys in the top ten, too, like he could use a little more. Could Chris Paul use it even more than him? Mm. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Your small business keeps you on the go. Progressive commercial insurance keeps your policy within reach with their easy-to-use mobile app. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com. How likely is it that we see a blockbuster deal tonight in the NFL draft, around the NFL draft? That's next on ESPN Radio and ESPN News. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It is NFL draft time. Yo, did you see? Did you see Mel's latest mock? Did you guys see Mel's latest mock draft? What just happened, Key? No, but you're going to tell me. 
Trayvon Walker won to the Jags? So what does that mean? Is this what? just like – so is this – I don't know what to believe at this moment because of all the smoke, right, around the draft and misdirection, but what does that mean to you if Trayvon Walker shows up one for Mel? And Mel just dropped this recently, so that means that he's going to the Jags at one. He's not going to change it before the draft, and I don't know Mel to ever be wrong on the first pick of the NFL draft. I, don't, I, I can't remember a time where he was wrong – the first pick of the NFL draft. So Mel just got off the phone and dropped this. <laughs> this is hot off the press. Key, what does that do for their organization, though? Well, it's just a building block. It, it's exactly what Trent Bulky wants. He wants a, a, a big, sizable defense alignment with athleticism, with a high ceiling. So this is the reason that he's going and getting a guy like this that probably on a lot of people's board is probably the fourth best defensive player, maybe the fifth best defensive player out there, but it's all about what the Jacksonville Jaguars like and not about what everyone else likes. Does this mean a run on pass rushers so guys like, you know, Hutchinson or Thibodeau go way up, or does this mean someone's going to get one of those guys, you know, between 10 and 20? ESPN NFL insider Dan Graziano with us now. Dan, what does this mean if Mel's making this change the day of the draft? Well, uh, you know, McShay had this earlier in the week about the possibility of Walker going one, uh, and it's kind of been buzzing. I, I, don't, I don't know anybody who's, who's sure what Jacksonville's going to do, right? I, this morning I had a conversation where, you know, it could be Walker, it could be Hutchinson, it could be, still be an offensive tackle. If it's Walker, I think one thing that happens is Detroit uh, at number two runs to the proverbial podium and takes uh, the Michigan kid, Aiden Hutchinson. So that's two edge rushers off the board right away, which, Max, for you, the Giants fan, is exactly what you want, right, because it's pushing those offensive tackles down closer to number five. Um, The alternate universe where Jacksonville takes a tackle and Houston takes a tackle, right, and now all of a sudden the edge rushers get pushed down. So it's a consequential decision by Jacksonville if they go with Trayvon Walker uh, because it affects what happens with Kayvon Thibodeau and where he goes. And also uh, those teams up high that are looking for offensive tackles uh, start to feel a little better about their chances. So, and now we wonder what happens with, like, you know, trades and stuff. The draft is hours away. We're going to play to the max. To the max is brought to you by Toyota. Make a powerful statement every time you pull up in the pickup that's five, changing in the game. The all-new Tundra Toyota. Let's go places. Evan, why don't you come in and host us? I want to play. All right, let's go, Dan. Let's start with the Giants. The Giants trade down in the first round. Zero, 50, or to the max? I'll go with 50 because I think they'd like to, but I don't know who the teams are that are desperate to get up to picks five or seven. There are a lot of teams in that top ten that would like to trade out. The Giants would love to trade out and add a 2023 first-round pick in case they need to go get a quarterback, in case Daniel Jones flops this year. They don't know that he will, but they want to hedge their bets. But the problem is they're not the only team that feels that way about wanting to add a pick next year and trade down, and there just aren't a lot of teams that are, that are eager to come up. Usually when teams are coming up into the top ten, it's for quarterback, mm-hmm. and nobody likes the quarterbacks this year. Yeah, and I think it's 50 on the max scale, and when you look at it, there is no cornerstone, franchise, Hall of Fame-type talent right now at the top of the draft. And much like Dan is saying, usually when somebody wants to move up a little bit, is because there's a quarterback there. We may only see one quarterback taken in this year's draft, believe it or not, and that may only be Malik Willis. 
That's why we saw big packages last year, even for Justin Fields, right, for Chicago. So I'll say Mm -hmm. zero because there are no big-time quarterbacks coming out to move the market that way. Take the best high-end talent there is. Only reason I'd say 50 is because they might want to do what they did last year, which is pick up picks in next year's draft. So you move down if you can find a taker, like way down, and then you pick up a, a pick next year when you, you know, which is better for the Giants. A lot um, of gaps to fill, I could see though, them moving up into late in the first round if someone like, uh, you know, my guy. My center, Linderbaum, Linderbaum, Linderbaum. Fall, you know, falls. And then, oh, wait, we could grab that guy late in the first and move up. But trading down in the first, I'd say a 50 at best. All right, Dan Graziano, Debo Samuel gets traded tonight, 0-50 to the max. Or this See, I have a problem with to the max because, like, there should be more choices. <laughs> like, I, I, th- I feel like there's a 26% chance Debo <laughs> Samuel gets traded. There's right? super right? max. So, like, Hold on, there's super max. Do you want to go super max? That's another option. No, 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 because <laughs> super max is beyond 100, yes. right? So, like, no, I, my point is, like, there should be stuff between 0 and 50 that you could pick and between 50 right, and 26. So, Zero, I don't think it happens 26, tonight. 50, or to the max. I think I think if the if somebody called the 49ers like if the Jets called the 49ers this morning and said we'll give you the number 10 pick and next year's number 1 yeah, it could happen, but it doesn't sound like anything like that is cooking. The Niners don't want to trade him. There are people there that still feel like the relationship can be salvaged. Whether they're right or wrong remains to be seen, but I think to think that it's going to happen tonight feels a little far-fetched because it doesn't sound to me like the Niners are in a space where they're where they're convinced it's over. Yeah, zero, I would say. Typically, these type of trades with big-time players like this don't happen on draft day. They happen before or slightly after. I would say a zero. The 49ers certainly want their star player back. They're willing to pay him. Whatever the issues are out there, he, he knows. They may know. And that's about all. Yeah, Key, I'm with you on the zero. This is San Francisco 49ers team that I feel like wants to win now. And it feels pretty apparent to me that John Lynch – Wants Debo Samuel on this team. Yeah, zero fifty to the max or zero twenty six or twenty six zero fifty to the max or twenty six. I'm gonna go with zero. Uh, they're not gonna make a trade today. They they still think they could work this thing out. All right, Dan, we're gonna ma- implement the Dan Graziano rule. You just choose whatever number you want here. <laughs> you guys, yes. the host of the show, you still have to play by the same rules. Yes. Impact. Jordan Love zero fifty to the max thirteen and a half. Jordan Love gets traded tonight. What do you got, Dan? Oh, I think it's zero. Honestly, I do. I I just don't think the Packers have any interest in trading Jordan Love. Uh, I think they still see him as a prospect. They believe they're year-to-year with Aaron Rodgers at at, at Aaron's discretion, uh, and uh, and I don't think they're ready to give up on him. I also don't think they could get back for him. I mean, they, they drafted him in the first round two years ago and moved up to do it. So you'd have to give them something good or else they'll feel like uh, they blew that investment. So I don't think, it, I don't think that happens tonight. I would say zero tonight for sure um, on trading Jordan Love. But what I would say is I'm not ruling out the fact that the Packers would trade him after tonight, after they see what quarterbacks are taking, how the draft shakes yeah. out. Because at the end, there's a possibility. Here's a guy who could potentially be better than these other quarterbacks that are on the board right now, and if they can get something for him rather than nothing and have to deal with the money situation a year from now, they would rather do that. Yeah, I'll go zero, bring you back to the single days, the young Jay Will, guys in, 
and women, you both know what I'm talking about. You got somebody you're talking to, it looks good, you think you're close to locking up, but you always got somebody right there hovering around behind just in case it falls apart. Yeah. Stacks. Jordan, Jordan, Love is, Jordan Love is in your stacks? Yeah, just, you know, right there. Dan, you look puzzled. Dan, Sorry. like, huh? Look different. No, I just, I just, I want more information. No, like, no, I would guys. watch that, uh, that, way that back TV that. show about the young Jay Will. Yeah, way back. I yeah. Think yeah. Ross is like, you can't claim your stacks. Hold on. I want to, <laughs> look, look. I'll go 50, guys. I'll go 50. If the Packers were really high on Jordan Love, they wouldn't have been so desperate to keep out. I don't think they're high on him. They know better than anyone. I think the dude's going to be available for the right price. I give it a 50. Dan, young Jay will that's like a million-dollar sitcom idea. Please don't give those away on the yep. air. <laughs> Sorry. The, um, to the max on that. That'll be what I'm working on after the <laughs> yeah, show that's today. That's above the max. <laughs> young Jay will love it. All right, to the max. Baker Mayfield traded tonight. Zero fifty 50 to the max. Make up a number. Six. 26. Six. Six. I love it. 19.7% chance Ooh. that Baker Mayfield gets traded tonight. Look, I, I think it happens this weekend, honestly. Uh, if, if, if it, I mean, if it happens during the draft, it's, it's after the first round, after teams that maybe looked at quarterback, didn't get one, reassess, and then, see, Cleveland's going to have to sweeten this deal if they really want to move him. They're going to have to pay part of the salary. They may have to add a pick. Right, like uh, Denver did with them when they sent Brock Osweiler there a few years ago. So it may be that you get to tomorrow and, and someone's interested if Cleveland adds their third-round pick to the deal or their second-round pick to the deal. So I, I don't think it happens tonight. I think very low chance. Yeah, I say zero chance that he moves tonight. Much like Dan said, they're going to look at their draft board. He's in the same situation that Jordan Love would be in. After tonight, people will now assess their draft board, what's available in the quarterback marketplace, and then make an assessment from there. The one place that I believe that he'll wind up at, though, anyway, is Seattle. And Seattle certainly would like to evaluate him as they move into the next days of the draft. Guys, I want you to hear Dan and Key. I want Jay, Max, I want you guys to all hear what Dan Orlovsky said on Get Up about what Baker Mayfield could be tonight. I think Baker Mayfield walks away as the steal of the NFL draft. If you're looking at him through the lens of 2020 and you sit there in this draft and you want a quarterback and you get to that third or fourth round and the guy that you don't want is there and you sit there and say, I'm going to trade a fourth round pick for a guy that four years ago was the number one pick of the draft, for a guy that two years ago led his team to the playoffs and was top 10 in the QBR, I understand the finances are what they are. That's above my brain power. But Baker Mayfield has the opportunity to walk away as the steal of the NFL draft. And, and, and I don't think he walks away as a steal of the NFL draft, Dan, because when you look at the situation, I would rather have a Jordan Love. Baker Mayfield uh, opportunities are very limited. There may be a Seattle in play, so to speak. There's no Houston in play. They love Davis Mills. The players in the Carolina Path, the locker room, don't want to deal with Baker Mayfield. So they've gotten in the way of that a little bit there. So when you start to look at the opportunities, that is the only spot in Seattle. So it's not really a steal because if you you take and you cast a wide net around the NFL and you look at the starting quarterbacks, in the NFL, everybody is either under long-term contracts or they're very young and they're starters. You know, when you start to think about Kyler Murray, he's young. They just exercise his fifth-year option. 
Josh Allen, he has a team. Zach Wilson, the Jets. I mean, I could go around and around about it. There's no real spot for him. And if somebody really wanted him like that, they could have offered a fourth-round pick a long time ago and Cleveland would have given it up. But I understand what Dan is saying, but I just don't believe. I believe Jordan Love would be the steal of the draft because he's young enough to go behind somebody, sit and wait a year or two, and then take over. Baker Mayfield wants to be a starter right now, Dan. He does. Look, we have, uh, I did get up every Tuesday during the season, and we had a running joke with Foxworth and Saturday about Monday Dan, Monday Dan Orlovsky, because he always said some splashy thing that provided great content for the rest of the week, right? So, like, on Tuesday, we loved Monday Dan because he had said something about, you know, so-and-so should be fired when they were 0-1. Or, or whatever. So this is Monday, Dan. He said this on Monday. And I think, you know, he is ignoring, and he admits as much, the finances. 19 million, 18.858 million, fully guaranteed. Uh, the Browns have no leverage. Everybody knows they need to trade Baker. He doesn't want to be there. They have Deshaun Watson. So teams can play hardball and wait for them to cut him if need be, mm. at which point they don't have to pay uh, him any of that money. So I think the Browns, unless they just decide to cut the cord and take the best offer available, um, that, that they hold on for a Dan, while and see if anybody gets more desperate. Dan, you're pl- I don't know about Monday, Dan Orlovsky. This is Thursday, Dan Graziano. You're playing a little fast and loose with Thursday? the rules. First it, was a, first it was a 26 on 0, 50 or to the max. And now Key yeah. very clearly said Jordan Love would be the steal of the draft, not Baker Mayfield. Where are you on that? I don't think anybody has enough information on Jordan Love to make that conclusion. And, and I'm speaking from the perspective of uh, potentially interested NFL teams. He was a guy that some teams liked a few years ago. Obviously, the Packers liked him the best uh, of any team a few years ago. And I don't know why that would have changed uh, because, again, we've seen him play one regular season game and parts of three preseason games. Remember, there were no preseason games his rookie year because of COVID. So um, I just don't know how anybody could have enough data to consider Jordan Love the steal. I get what Key's saying. You can like him better than you like any of these guys that are in the draft this year, and that, that's fair. But he's still kind of a flyer at this point, I think, he, if, you're, if you're picking sounds him Sounds like Graz gave you a 26 on the scale of 0 yeah. 50 or to the max. <laughs> the Bulls no, got it, it, <laughs> Thank you, Dan. The Bulls got back to the playoffs, but – are they even the best bet to bring a title back to Chicago? This was a lot of our guys' first rodeo, just understanding what it's like to compete in the playoff series. You know, there's so much um, you can learn from that experience, especially going against the defending champion. Yeah, uh, obviously, you know, we, we came up uh, short, but I thought, you know, the first two games, uh, you know, we played really well. They obviously outplayed us in the series, and they're world champions, and, you know, they're moving on, and, you know, all the credit goes to them for how well they played. Oh yeah, man. my and now. God. <laughs> oh, Key. I can, uh, and now, your Chicago Bulls. Okay, I'm sorry, Max. I'm back. This gets so hyped. Hold man. on. What number are you wearing in Chicago? Jay, 22. is Max okay yeah. over there? That number is 5'9 guard. Point guard. Hey, you know what? Uh, you, know, you, know, you know what? You know, Evan? It didn't That's matter so what the hell my height was because I started. In the NBA uniform for the Chicago Bulls. Get out of here with the small jokes. Can't make me small Man. today, damn it. Mine, I mean, Jay, mine would be 4'11". 4'11", Evan Wilner. 
Size four shoe, Evan Wilner. Four and a half. You got it wrong. Yo, if I made the NBA with a size four shoe at 4'11", Greatest I'd already, of all time. I'd already yeah. be Greatest in the Hall of Fame. Send me right time. to Springfield. Jay, when they did the starting lineups, did they bring you out first or last? Uh, I, I, was, I was second to last because Jay Rose came out last. Mm. But Jay Rose had just got traded from the Pacers. So there's – and Jay Rose is making like, you know – 19, 20 million. And they gave you number 22, 22 on the Bulls, 22. right? Like 23, forget that. And then 24, no one's going to be one over Jordan as like a compliment, right? Well, For the Bulls. So here's how, here's how I rationalize it. Obviously, I had 22 in college. Yep. Right? Because I rocked 32 in high school, but Christian Leitner had it. I know your high so school. So like number, yeah. 22 became my number. And then when I got to the Bulls, I'm like, yo, I would love to keep 22 because 22 minus 23 equals yeah, number yeah. one. Let's get it. Oh, oh, oh. So oh, I put I it that, you. you know. Yeah. I got you. All right, listen. And I was trying to come in one notch below Jordan. It just didn't. Yeah. Kobe gave, gave himself. Kobe's like, I'll take <laughs> one notch below Jordan's Hall of Fame career. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> one notch below Jordan is LeBron James. How you like yeah, that, Apples? Ah, there you go. Keyshawn J. Wilmax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. But um, listen. I like what you did there. The Bulls were eliminated from the playoffs. At least they made the playoffs, right? First time since 16, 17. They haven't won a playoff series since 15. And they were a little snake bit with the injuries, right? Didn't have Patrick Williams the whole time. No Lonzo Ball, who, by the way, is a very big deal on that team. The Bears, meantime, we're talking a lot about the draft. They don't have a draft. They don't have a first-round pick in this draft because they traded uh, with the Giants to go get Justin Fields last year. Mm-hmm. Meantime, they haven't won a playoff game since 2010. They haven't chipped up since 85. The Chicago Bears haven't won a chip since 85, since the greatest team of all time, right? Who are you more confident in long-term in Chicago? The Bulls. It's not even a question. This is the, right now, it's the Bulls. The Bulls made the playoffs. You have DeMar DeRozan, who was in the MVP conversation. You have Zach Levine, who's averaging 25-5-5. and If Lonzo Ball isn't hurt, if he's playing, if Patrick Williams plays throughout the whole year, it may have been a different scenario. It may not even be in that position. They were a top-four team in the East for a long stint. Like, it just feels like they have the pieces and the assets to actually even maybe get somebody like a Carl Anthony Towns. This is not even a question to me. I think the, the Bears have such a longer way to go. It's like the Bulls, are they're coming off Gar and Pax, uh, John Paxson, right, their president of the team. Gar Foreman, the guy who was their GM, like they made that transition to Arturos. Like they're already making moves. It feels like the Bears are just coming out of the Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy era. Well, where Ryan Pohl and company are trying to figure it out with Key, their new head coach. Key, yeah, I no, will say, I want to ask you this, Key, because we, the question is confident long term. And I, and let me just give you a quick like analogy, right? Yeah, who are you more confident in long term, the the Bears or the Bulls? A quick analogy, like your mom takes you to McDonald's when you're a kid. They got those little mazes with the crayons, right? And it looks like you're getting close to the to winning, but actually it's a dead end. And my question is, the Bulls, with their roster construction right now, are they that? Oh, yeah, they're no. really good. They're going to get a second round out for a while. Whereas the Bears, if you believe in Justin Fields and the new regime, key, maybe they got a real chance to win a Super Bowl, uh, you know, in the not-too-too-distant future. Yeah, no, I, I think it's the Chicago Bulls. It's, I, I like Justin Fields. He gives them st- stability at the quarterback spot, man. But in the end, it's going to be all about Chicago. In basketball, all you need is one guy to make a huge difference on a team like Chicago already. They In football, you can't go get one guy and it's going to change your fortunes. And I know, oh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. That, but no, that they had a they had a team already in place 
in Tampa Bay. The Chicago Bears don't have a team. They need a bunch of pieces. Like, you couldn't even tell me who their top receiver is right now, Max, yeah, right? It's that's like, right. You, you just wouldn't know. So, the Bulls, they can go out and get one player that Do you like the Bears' front office, Key? Do you like their front office? I don't, I don't know, know enough no, about their front know, office. I don't know anything about Do you them. like yeah. ju- – can Justin Fields ever – do you see enough there in the clay that can be molded into a great I, quarterback? I, I, said, I said that they got great upside and he's their future. So, yeah, I see enough there where they've got to build around him. The Chicago Bulls are already kind of there. But, but they there just can, need to that, find the pieces, stay healthy, and then they're going to be in the mix. That's what I'm saying, Jay. Sometimes in the NBA, being there can be an illusion because you're good enough to be a competitive a hard out but never good enough to get over the top. Who else besides Justin Fields do you believe is going to help the Bears get over oh, the top? Oh, I'm not saying the Bears. Oh, the Bears are right there. Okay. What I'm saying is I feel like you're making they... a counter-argument against the Bulls. No. But the Bulls... No, I like the Bulls a lot, actually. Yeah, but you're saying that the Bulls have a chance to get to a dead end. And what I'm saying is that the Bulls have the actual Eastern Conference championship in their vision. You think they should, get, they should give Zach Levine a max? Yes. Right? And I understand that. I understand. DeMar DeRozan. Yep, you have him for another year. They got okay. Ball, cool, you got Lonzo cool, Ball, Patrick got Williams, Ball, Alex so... Caruso. If, yeah. uh, to me, it all depends on Patrick. If you're talking about a championship, not just being a tough out, but a championship, to me, I look at this roster, Patrick Williams has to become a real star. Yeah, or maybe and he I, lost or, a lot of this year. Or maybe he doesn't. Maybe he can become a great two-way player, and maybe I use my assets to get a true star along okay. there with Zach Levine what, and Martin Rose and Alex one, one, Remember, though, this team has players. They just need one guy. Yeah, right. I, I just think the – the Bears did a real bold thing by trading up for Justin Fields. They finally grabbed a guy who maybe one day could be a great quarterback. They haven't had that basically ever. But you agree with us. There we go. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. So what? I was playing a little devil's advocate. <laughs> who will go from contender to pretender with a home run in the first round of the draft? That's next on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. The NFL Draft on ESPN Radio. So you ready for the draft? Let's get started. The 2022 NFL Draft. Coverage of round one begins today at 7 on ESPN Radio and on ESPN. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. It's time for Real or Not Real, as you can plainly hear on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Jeff Saturday is with us. What's going on, Jeff? 
What's up? Hey, before we start, stop. I'm just talking about real or not real. Stop. Real or not stop. real. Stop. You Jay are the Will, worst person. Where's my bib? Where's my pacifier? I mean, how real are we, bro? Where are we at right now with that Duke Carolina game? That's, I, that's all. I just, we'll stop right there. Did you take the bet? I need to see footage that you actually <laughs> took the bet. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Bet good, bro. Bet good. Hey, I, hey, listen, you do you, man. I don't need to chase, you know what I mean? You just, whenever you feel good about it, you just send me a picture. That's all I need. <laughs> all right, you buy, you buy hey, me yo. the bib and the pacifier. I will do it for you, Mr. Oh, Saturday. now he's got to buy it. He's got to provide <laughs> I the I got to buy it for myself. That wasn't described so. in the details you of the fact. To, you all have right. to go in and say, I'd like a bib and a pacifier, please. <laughs> You guys also you have had the number one recruit in the country for Carolina basketball. It just gets worse. From Measurements, uh, five foot nine. Uh, all right, look. We've, here's the question for real or not real today. Gentlemen, here are teams. Are we going to think about them differently after tonight's draft, right? Teams that maybe could get put over the top right now. Let's start with the New England Patriots. Jeff, real or not real, we're going to think about them differently after tonight's draft. I'm going to go not real. I, I think the concern for me is is offensively, who's going to be the play caller for this football team? You have Mac Jones in his second season. Uh, you know, I, I think they'll go receiver to go try to get him some help. Uh, but but even with that, they're not. I don't think they're going to be better than the Buffalo Bills by tomorrow, by tonight, or even by tomorrow. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to hold off on the not real again. I don't I don't want to write off Bill Belichick and the Patriots, but I'm I'm not sold on it quite yet. I'm going to say real. I think that they're looking for an impact player. And to answer your question, I think Belichick will call the offensive plays much like he did when they won those 11 games that year. They lost Josh McDaniels. Right. See, I'll say not real because I would think they have to go – they land somebody like a Jamison Williams, but I don't see them taking a wide receiver anyway. I think they'll probably get like an athletic linebacker. Yeah, he usually doesn't take guys that make you think differently exactly. about them yeah. after the draft. Then middle of the season you go, oh, actually that was uh, – you know, they're pretty good. All right, Steelers, real or not real, you're going to think about them differently after the draft tonight, Jeff. Ooh, this is the toughest one. I'm going to say real because I just can't bet against Tomlin, man. Like, like for whatever reason, I know they're going to have a good defense. They'll play solid football. Uh, I think they'll probably, you know, they probably could go offensive line. In, in, in my perspective, go try to help, um, you know, Mitchell Trubisky. But, but again, they got to be more physical on the offensive side of the ball. They have to get more consistency defensively. We know their playoff team. I'm going to say real just because I'm riding with Tomlin in this. Yeah, I would say real. I think that when one of the things that they're going to try to do is figure out what the defensive side of the ball is for them. They got Mitch Trubisky at the quarterback spot. They Najee Harris at the running game, sure up the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Just get some help on the defensive side. All right. Yep. Yeah, stop skipping me, Max. I didn't, I, you didn't say anything. Gonna, I thought maybe you didn't, uh, you didn't want to do it. All the time. The disrespect <laughs> Jeff Saturday and Keith. All I'm going to say, I'll say real, because I think Malik Willis might make me think real about this team long term. Oh, May I Long continue? Term. May yes, I continue? May. Thank, Thank you. you for not skipping over. Ravens, real or not real? Jeff's going to think about them differently after the draft tonight. Ridiculous. Real. Listen, you better think about them real anyway because they were decimated with injuries last year. Uh, this is a team that does a pretty decent job of drafting, developing. Uh, John Harbaugh, fantastic football coach. Again, he and Mike Tomlin, both these guys, you're going to ride with them. They, they will find ways to be a better football team. Even hurt as hurt as they were last year, they'll put some scare in you. So I like where they are. I think they get healthy. This is going to be a real team. Real, 100% real. I don't know which way they're going to go in the draft. But I think whatever they do certainly is going to shock a lot of people. It's going to be real. 
Chargers. Oh, sorry, hey, Jay. Do you want to say something? Again. Again. Oh, oh, oh. hey, <laughs> Jesus. T and Jay. Hey, how about Jordan Davis in this defense? The kid from Georgia, defensive tackle. Like, this, that is a perfect fit for this defense. Big space eater, can play physical, and will be developed to rush the passer from that. That would be a perfect fit for this kid and a big improvement uh, or, or, or a big addition for this Ravens front. I'm sorry, Jay. Jeff just used your time, so we have, we have to move Understood. on. Understood. Jeff can use my time. Oh. Cowboys, real or not real, can Jeff? Use my time, Jeff. They're just keep dominating me in life, after, damn it. After the draft. <laughs> uh, listen, this is real. This is the best team in their division. They'll be a playoff team because they play in the NFC least. They need to go get offensive line help. They lost two starters, Connor Williams, Lyle Collins. They need to get an offensive lineman. I think they will. They could also help themselves in edge rusher, or they could help themselves in wide receiver. So they have a number of options, best player available. Steven Jones does a pretty good job of, of drafting guys. They don't panic and reach. I think this will be a good draft for them. I would say real, but I, I just hope and I pray that some players slide to a point where now all of a sudden the Cowboys make the rest of the National Football League nervous when they move up to go grab that player that Max wants. Oh, I'll say real just because it's the Cowboys. And anything the Cowboys do, they're going to be talked about like they did something phenomenal. Yeah, I'm going to say not real, even though I'm not playing the game. Because they got to replace players. The teams have to replace players. They're running in place. Like we all think the Packers, the Chiefs, they're great. They have to replace players. There are some teams like the Chargers, however, who are just keep loading up. Are we going to think about them differently after this draft, Jeff? Yes. You, you, this is real. And listen, this Chargers team, if they have a decent right side of their offensive line, uh, you know, I, I think this team does even better. So I, they, they need to improve on defense, in my opinion, continue to work on that side of the ball. But with, with Slater, who they drafted last year on the offensive line, Justin Herbert obviously has been just a playmaker. Uh, I, I like what they're doing. So there's going to be a real football team. They got to improve on the defensive side, though, as well. Yeah, it's real. I think, like Jeff said, improving on the offensive line, maybe there's a guard that they like out there. If they can find that guy, that offensive line gets stronger. You got Justin Herbert. They are for real. We'll just see. Let's yeah. see if they can finish the deal, though. Jeff, you don't see yeah. a guy like Jordan Davis dropping to the them, Chargers. do you? Man, it, it, listen, it, possibly. I mean, you're hearing things about Jordan Davis getting pushed way up and close to the top ten. So, uh, you know, th- this kid can play. It, it, and, again, it's all about the defensive fit for them. Do they feel like he would be a benefit for them or do they want to go get pass rush, you know, opposite of Bosa and continue to develop that side? You know, kind of kind of a guy who can morph and, and do different things. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I like this football team. I think Tom Telesco, their general manager, does a great job of developing a team. Teams like the Chargers, Bengals, Ravens, they add players that, oh, that guy slipped to where? And they add an impact player and they haven't really lost guys in the offseason – Look out. Thanks, Jeff. The NFL Draft is on ESPN Radio tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern. KJM back in moments on the ESPN app and Sirius XM Channel 80. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.